He was 19 years of age. I was 22. He was a patient in an acute psychiatric unit. I was a second-year student registered nurse. His body writhed in agony on the bed he lay on. He mumbled words I could not discern. At times he screamed. I sat in the chair beside his bed and all I wanted to do was to hold him close to me and tell him that he was okay. Welcome to this podcast series, Professional Boundaries, Your Safety, Your Wellbeing. I am Wendy McIntosh from Devar Consultancy, and I am delighted that you are joining me on what I envisage will be a journey of exploration, revelation, and for some, consolidation. This podcast series focuses on you and ways in which professional boundaries can assist you in the everyday work that you do. I have planned for six podcasts. I stay open to producing more as required. We plan to produce a new podcast each week. During today's session, you'll hear me use the words boundary transgressions, crossings and violations. I will expand upon the definition of these words in podcast two. You will also hear me refer to people who we work with as clients, patients or customers. This just reflects our different working situations. Professional boundaries are not limited to the clinical or therapeutic arena. If you are in a professional role, a teacher, a support worker, a police officer, a prison officer, a council worker, a hairdresser. If you are a volunteer or belong to a theatre group, a choir, a sports club. There will be something in this podcast for you and the relationships you have with others. Setting boundaries in our life is necessary for our emotional, psychological, spiritual and physical well-being. Setting boundaries is about our safety. And yes, setting boundaries may require us to say in a generous and respectful way. And that's enough now. Since 2005, when I started on my journey to learn about and work in the area of professional boundaries, I have been privileged to have individuals share their experiences with me. Experiences of boundary transgressions that may have seen individuals isolated at work, terminated from work, perhaps even losing their registration to work in their chosen profession. I explore with individuals the transgression or transgressions that have occurred. Through a process which at times can be painful for individuals, we examine possible reasons for the transgressions. Individuals identify experiences from childhood that shaped and informed 
their relationships with others. At times, this has resulted in boundary transgressions. A child who develops a rescuer role in their family is at greater risk of acting in the role of rescuer professionally. For other individuals, reasons for transgressions range from pressures at work, family stressors, poor health, feeling lonely, or just, I didn't realise that what I was doing was a transgression. As I have journeyed with individuals, I have had to reflect on my practice and transgressions that I have done professionally over the years. I have experienced my own painful realisations for those transgressions. Yet through the pain is relief. The relief comes from the, aha, that makes sense. Now I understand. I can now choose to act differently when I experience this moment again. Throughout this podcast series, I'll explore what I refer to as the five foundation stones of professional boundaries. I will weave in experiences and reflections from my practice and the work I do individually and in the workshops I conduct on professional boundaries. I will weave in content from the literature and from professional codes and regulations specific to professional boundaries. Each podcast will incorporate a different aspect of boundaries to demonstrate that boundaries are as simple as they are complex. The simple aspect is there is a professional boundary line to maintain. The complexity is that the line exists in the greyness that is human relationships. That greyness incorporates the context in which a person works, their job description, the client or customer needs. Context may include the country in which the person lives and works, the laws that govern the land, the customs and social expectations, the policies and procedures that guide the work required. At times, there will be choices and decisions that have to be considered when an organisational or regulatory requirement challenges one's own moral compass or expectation of one's family or culture. Context is important. Actions that may be seen by some as acts of kindness could be interpreted through a boundary lens as a boundary transgression. A simple gesture of a hand on a shoulder could be the first clue that a transgression has or is about to take place. The context is important. Physical connection, a hand placed on top of another's hand, a hug, an arm around a shoulder, a caress. All provide visible data. Data, yes, yet no meaning can be attributed to that physical connection until curious inquiry is used to engage the individuals concerned 
to consider what does that gesture, that touch, that connection hold for me? Good questions to guide our inquiry also include what is the relationship or the role in which the physical connection occurred? Who initiated the action? Who holds the position of power and who is vulnerable? What is the context? Just as important and yet at times more subtle in interactions are the tone of voice, speed and content of speech, sighs and silences. All of these may provide clues that a transgression has or is about to occur. Context is important. I appreciate that for some listeners, the podcast may at times be confronting and uncomfortable. For others, they could be liberating. I trust that all sessions will be illuminating. You may see yourself in some of the stories. You may have questions that you want to pose to me. I hope so. I would love you, the listener, to become engaged in these podcasts with me. Email me questions. Email me scenarios to explore during the sessions. I love the energy of an interactive process. If you have any questions that you would like me to explore during a session, please email them to me and I will be delighted to integrate them into a podcast. I will give you contact details at the end of this podcast. Earlier I mentioned five foundation stones that I see as imperative to understand and have discussions about professional boundaries. These foundation stones are, firstly, the definitions. The definitions used to describe professional boundaries and boundary transgressions. There is a specific language that we can use to assist us explore boundaries in the relationships we engage in. When the language becomes embedded in our practice, to the team in which we belong, in the organisation in which we work, then we can all be curious with and about each other's practice using a common language that we all understand. An integral foundation stone is the professional boundary framework, which also incorporates categories of concern over and or under involvement and context. I will explore the boundary framework in a future podcast. During workshops that I conduct, the framework becomes an integral part of the learning as participants walk along the continuum between over and under involvement. For many, this may be the first time that they have considered that professional boundaries also includes under involvement. Red flags are foundation stone number three. Red flags are the numerous clues that we are about to or have transgressed a boundary. The red flags could be our intuitive early warning signals, comments or behaviours from clients or feedback from colleagues. 
Perhaps we experience the red flag through a change in our body, a quickening heartbeat, a feeling of dread, a blushing in our face. I will explore with you the main areas of red flags that we can look to to assist us reflect on our interactions and relationships with other people. To know thyself is the beginning of wisdom, Socrates. I will explore the many and varied reasons for boundary transgressions and introduce you to the model that I use in my work. I will also integrate other models which I use in my work and which participants find very useful to assist them understand the actions that they take with their patients, with their clients, with their customers. These models may be familiar to some listeners and will include the drama triangle and transference countertransference. Using scenarios from work I have done with professionals, I envisage that the models will come alive in your imaginings and again could assist you in your reflections about the professional relationships you have with clients and colleagues. Ah yes, I forgot to say earlier, the professional boundary work I do does focus on the professional client relationship. However, in our collegial relationships, we can also experience boundary transgressions. Context is important. These initial four foundation stones set the scene for the final foundation stone strategies. What has been consistently demonstrated to me in the work I do individually and in the workshops is that when individuals understand and integrate the first four foundation stones into the professional roles, they come to appreciate that they are in fact some of the strategies to integrate into their work. Questions I pose in the workshop re-strategies include, how can I address professional boundaries if I have no understanding as to the reasons for becoming over and or under-involved with a client. If I am not aware of or ignore my red flags, what use are pages and pages of strategies? I like to look at three main levels for strategies. Firstly, the responsibility of the individual for their practice and the professional relationship with the other person. Secondly, What to do when you become aware that a colleague is about to or has transgressed a boundary? Finally, what strategies can organisations have in place to assist staff understand, develop and maintain boundaries? I want to return to the scenario I presented at the beginning of this podcast. I want to pose a couple of questions to you. Respond to the questions based on your current knowledge and understanding of boundaries and what constitutes a transgression for you. What red flags presented that could have warned me of the potential for a transgression? Based on the information I presented to you about the young patient and myself, did I actually transgress? a professional boundary with him. Here are some points to consider before you answer either question. 
What was the context in which the relationship or the role occurred? Who held the position of power? Who was vulnerable? Consider the roles and also the positioning of our bodies. The experience of wanting to hold him, that was a red flag within the context of my professional relationship with him. In the scenario as presented, no, I did not transgress a boundary with him, not in that experience. However, I had been so emotionally affected by his distress as I sat by his bedside that I did become more concerned for him than any other patient I had to look after during my student time in the ward. I would seek him out when I came on shift to make sure that he was okay. At no time did I consider that what was occurring for me was a movement into over-involvement. Not once did I consider my action or question my actions. Not once did a registered nurse offer some curious inquiry with me about my relationship with the patient. As I reflect on that early time of my nursing career, I am grateful that I did not act with further over-involvement other than seeking him out to check in with him that he was okay. Perhaps my status as a student nurse offered some protection for me. I did not believe that I was powerful enough to act further in my role. I was a student nurse and I was there for experience and assessment. If someone were to ask that very important boundary question, whose needs would you have been attending to if you had held him? Without question, I would say, the patients. Generally, our default response when asked that question will be, I did that for the client. I will be inviting you through these podcasts to go deeper into a reflective process about your intent and purpose. I use the image of a woodpecker sitting on my shoulder, going deeper and deeper into my responses. As I burrowed down into exploring what was going on for me at that time, I can now see that the distress I wanted to attend to was my own. I did not feel equipped in my developing student role to know how to settle the young patient and I was becoming more distressed. I had made an assessment at a very reactionary level. If I hold him, I will feel better. Aha, yes, that makes a lot of sense now. Yes, I can use that wisdom to guide me further. I trust that this podcast has stimulated a curiosity in you about your interactions with other people. A curiosity to ask, do I transgress boundaries with others? Do I allow and enable others to transgress boundaries with me? What stops me setting, and perhaps more importantly, maintaining boundaries 
when I identify the need to do so. In the second podcast, we are going to delve into the definitions, the language of professional boundaries. I will introduce you to four more integral boundary questions that can be asked to elicit, did a boundary transgression occur? And if so, was it a violation, a crossing or sexual misconduct? Was it over or under-involved? Was it both? So much to explore and uncover. I look forward to sharing session two with you. This podcast series has been written by myself, Wendy McIntosh. A big thank you to family and colleagues who hear each podcast before it is released and who provide valuable editing feedback. Thank you to Nikki Fryne, my internet guru, who has done the production for these podcasts. As I said earlier, I would love to hear from you, our listeners, any questions, scenarios, reflections that you want to be discussed as part of a podcast session. My email address is wendy at devar.com.au. You can also contact me through our social media of Twitter and Instagram. I would be delighted for these podcasts to be as meaningful as possible to all who listen. So join with me. The spelling for Devar is D for Donald, A for Apple, V for Victor, A for Apple, A for Apple, R for Red Flags. Thank you for listening. I look forward to meeting you again in Episode 2.